What's up, everyone? And this is the 11th episode of the Football Index podcast. And today I've got another kind of special guest. I don't know how I've managed to get two in a row. But today I've got someone called Two Pound Punt. And he is basically a kind of like betting account on Twitter. He posts bets regularly. And I've actually followed him for about, I don't know, two, three maybe even four years on my you know personal account i don't really use anymore but he is someone who has landed a crazy amount of bets but he's also someone who's quite you know interactive with his twitter followers always has a good laugh with them and he actually does a lot of things with something called colossus bets which he'll kind of go into a bit of detail later and he also has like kind of group poker sessions with his followers and he's actually a football index user as of i think a few months ago but you can introduce yourself to pound and kind of talk about first of all how you ended up on football index right first of all thank you for having me on and uh welcome to all the listeners um obviously i'm two pound punt or also go by the name of elliot for this podcast um, so football index, I mean, obviously I've been doing sports betting for a number of years now. Um, football index pops up on my timeline every now and again. Um, you see these big numbers, so you know, I thought I had to try and try and get involved in, in, in some way, whatever way I can. Um, this was probably about maybe a year, year and a half ago. Um, and there's been a lot of changes since. Um, so it's all kind of new to me now again. Um, just trying to look to get back into it and uh, try and make some money along the way. Fair play. So um, I'm guessing you started, so if you did start a year and a half ago, that would have been, you know, near the Euros, wasn't it? Maybe it was, that summer? Yeah, it was probably just before the Euros. It was definitely before the uh, the buzz time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Before the buzz, media buzz came in. Um, this is when we used to have the IPOs every Friday, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that's how it used to be. Distant memories now of that. But, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that that's when um, Ben, who was on last episode, said he joined as well. So again, that 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 was a big marketing push by Football Index just before the Euros. Very clever by them, and they got a lot of new users, I suppose, just from from that. So uh, fair play to them. So Elliot, talk to me a bit about how you started this twitter account why you started it and how you actually gathered such an immense following because you kind of have like a not a cult following i'd say but a very avid one who kind of listen to a lot of what you say and kind of interact with a lot of your tweets they are they're a very loyal bunch of followers <laughs> i'm very happy for that i don't get a lot of grief off them um which is pretty impressive um, i have to say considering some of the bets I do throw out, they are important. <laughs> um, but that's part and parcel of the game. Yeah. Uh, the Twitter account started about five years ago, um, just as a hobby, to be honest. I was in between jobs. I'd seen some of the big accounts on Twitter, and I thought I could give it a go myself. Didn't really expect things to pan out the way they did. Um, obviously, a few wins early on helped the cause. Yeah, um, as you would imagine. <laughs> yeah, and I was just social. I was talking to various accounts, talking to people, um, spent quite a lot of time just kind of building my own profile on there. And uh, yeah, it's kind of snowballed, you know, not spent any money in advertising, not gone down that route. 
seems to be all kind of word of mouth from from current followers so very appreciated to all of them for that yeah very impressive i mean uh was there any one bet or one moment one tweet that kind of made you explode to any extent um oh that's a good question i think getting getting involved early doors um with some of the tipping sites uh, really okay. did help that helps get you some exposure um obviously if you perform well throughout the month you, you get some credibility as well mm-hmm, for sure um, but i don't think there's one in particular i think people just kind of like the style, like the approach of two pound punt. So you know, low stakes. Big yeah, rewards. yeah, for sure. It's and, it's it's just so much more accessible, isn't it? Because you are using low stakes. I've seen tipsters on Twitter before throwing you know hundreds of quid at like low odds bets, and I, that like I I genuinely think that's probably the best way to lose money. Um, and having the low stakes, low stakes, high reward kind of strategy is in my opinion, the better way to go, both in traditional betting and actually on Football Index, just to you know refer it back to to here, if you do have a player who's like ATP and they double by price, that's an incredible increase on the outlay that you've actually um that you've actually put out there. So it's quite, you know, there are some parallels we can draw there. But um yeah, so you've been doing this for five years and it's kind of snowballed. No kind of big explosion moment so talk us through maybe your biggest win that uh maybe got the most traction or most impressions on twitter that uh you know maybe people i I saw another tips to land something ridiculous it was like penalties missed and some of the comments were just like you're not from you know you're not from earth i feel physically ill looking at this betting slip so were there any was there any one moment like that that sticks out in your head where you were like wow i've actually landed something that and it seems like kind of a dream i I think probably about 18 months to two years ago um i used to like to do my correct score betting okay um i pick three games i pick three scores in each game and cover the perms okay Um, and obviously with correct scores those odds can escalate quite quickly um there was a weekend we won a treble on the saturday it was around 650 to one Wow. And obviously there's a big buzz about it. Everyone was saying, oh, I missed this one. Can't wait to get on the next one. Are you going to put one up tomorrow? So normally I'm quite, I'm quite good now, but back in the day I buckled and, and I put up another set of selections for the Sunday and only God knows how, but they all three came in again. Wow. <laughs> for around similar odds, I think it was slightly higher. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I, I seem to remember... I don't know if it was this past summer, but the summer before, you it could it could have actually even been this past summer. But you did like a a horse horse betting Yankee that you'd put out at the start of the day, and um, I remember I actually jumped on one, and I, I think I'd done it like every day for for two weeks on your account because I'd seen I'd kind of followed you for a while, and I was like, right, let me actually jump on some of these this guy's bets, and. I think some, a few of them won, a few of them lost, and I was up by a reasonable amount following this this Yankee that you'd be doing. But there was one <laughs> where I jumped on, and uh, I think I was having a haircut, and I'd put your notifications on to actually, you know, gauge whether or not the the horses that we backed had won. And I was in the I was in the barbers, just sitting down, getting my haircut, and my phone was going 
absolutely mad <laughs> and when i got out it was because you'd won and it was like 12 quid had returned something like 820 quid and i was like oh my word that's absolutely ridiculous but um yeah that that was probably the moment that i st stood up and took notice of you what i will say is it's a lot more refreshing when there's an, a legitimate person behind the account rather than these like footy accumulator accounts where there's like these five blokes just shilling all these bets and they're just trying to get all these affiliate links to basically make money off your losses i find it really refreshing when there's actually someone who's built up a good reputation over time as you've done and actually used it to help people and show them that you don't need to put like a hundred quid on something to make a lot of money no not at all i mean it's all about keeping it fun keeping it sensible you don't want to be betting outside of your means at all you don't want to be looking at it as, you know, a sole income. You want to be looking at it if you have a win. You treat yourself, you know, I've bought, treat myself to a few holidays. I yeah. love my tech, as a lot of followers know. I'm buying gadgets all the time. Um, treat yourself, treat the family. Don't leave it in the, in the uh, betting account. Don't filter it back to the bookies. You know, that's your winnings. You've, you've put the bet down. You deserve to enjoy the money. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I echo everything you've just said there. And, uh, glad to hear that you've actually spent it on something quite fun um, <laughs> so moving you know those kind of sentiments to the to the index have has that kind of discipline helped you trading or investing on football index so far um so like i said my initial investment was quite a while ago um, a lot has changed since then um, i've done some kind of casual trading in my time uh, whether that be on betfair with you know football markets some golf trading in play little bits and pieces like that um, so I've got some experience um, but to be honest I think um, I've got a bit of a bankroll rather than it just sitting in my bank account where it's not really earning much I think I can put it to better use on the index um, quite low risk and playing quite sensible and you know, I think it is a viable a viable option yeah I think uh, those people who do see it as somewhat of a passive income it can be can be really beneficial to give you that extra hundred or so quid a month or even a week i mean depending how big your bankroll is as you as you mentioned it is a great way to make some money if you know what you're doing i think um i've had people on here previously that have said if you know your football and you've had a bet before it's you know it's only a matter of time before you actually start making money and i think that's totally true as soon as you do the research that you need to do and kind of similarly to betting really if you research teams or form for a bet and you do the same on football index in the long run i think you're probably going to profit yeah i'd absolutely agree with that i am um, you know a lot of my followers are obviously football football crazy and um, so they'll be having their fancy fancy teams putting your bets on they'll be looking at the sports news every day and um, so the information is already there for them to use it's just having the accessibility and the confidence to go ahead and you know, make those trades. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think Football Index have recently partnered with Who Scored, which is a, a website that a lot of people use for their football information. I'm sure you've used it before. I definitely know I have. And what what are your thoughts on that kind of marketing ploy from them? I think I saw Who Scored tweet about football index recently they made a little kind of 
they did a rundown of top five Arsenal targets and ones that could move on Football Index. What are your thoughts on that from like a marketing perspective? I mean, obviously you've, you've built your own brand up. How do you think that will impact Football Index? Um, I think it's very clever. I think it's the exact kind of um, company that they want to be uh, working with at this moment. People that are going to use the Who Scored website are going to be looking for player data, information, statistics, and what that boils down to is what you need for Football Index to make an investment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's definitely a good avenue for them from a marketing perspective in terms of actually just getting the name out there, just planting little seeds, but then also actually getting people to take notice of it. So it's it's not you know, it's one thing actually getting the name out and people seeing it and being like, oh, yeah, Football Index. But actually, you know, taking notice of it that first time we actually stop, look and listen, you know, like when you're crossing a road. <laughs> but um, like actually have a look at Football Index and see what it's about and actually maybe even open an account eventually. But it's definitely a good move by them, in my opinion. I've used Who Scored a ton it's quite a good website and there are a lot of others like that that they could potentially use in the future i think um live score is an app that i use sofa score as well uh soccer base soccer way any others that you use um so yeah i'll probably say soccer ways is, is the main one who scored as well um they're probably my go-to to be honest i can probably find what i need between those but like i said there are there are a plethora more out there um, which could be utilized absolutely yeah, there's plenty that they there's yeah. I think what they've done here is they've kind of planted that seed and kind of seen how it's going to go along, how many more users that they gain from this particular advertisement, and then actually gauge whether or not it's worth pursuing those other companies that we've just mentioned who are potentially slightly bigger. Like Soccerway is absolutely huge, isn't it? Live Score have a have a massive user base and they've got like adverts on their website and on their um, app i think so there's good scope for football index to move in that kind of area so actually moving on to the index as a you know as a platform rather than from a from a marketing sense what would you improve on the you know current platform or the current app um so for me i think the uh, i prefer using desktop i'm a bit old school like that i'm not really a mobile app person um, my initial thoughts were, I, I compare it to Betfair in terms of the amount of data that I would be looking to kind of have on hand. Um, yeah. They're not, they're not there yet. They've got the graphs. Um, I think there is scope to grow. I think it is improving, you know, on a month by month basis. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I think the... I think there's pros and cons to using the desktop or the app, to be fair. I think the app, in terms of buying players, is a lot easier uh, and selling players to, to that extent. Everything's a bit, you know, tighter, if that makes sense. Yeah. But actually kind of monitoring prices and stuff, that's a lot harder. That's something that's more easily done, in my opinion, on the desktop app. But then the search function on the desktop app is terrible. And the yeah. search function on the mobile app is slightly better. So, you know, there's pros and cons to both, which is kind of shit, really. They should have a lot more pros than they have cons. But I guess that will come with time, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah, I, mean, um, I can see the improvements they've made since I, you know, since I first opened my account. So I've got no doubt it will get there eventually. But 
as you said, I don't think it kind of helps them in the sense of pulling in new customers when there's bits and pieces, you know, that are different between the mobile site to the desktop site, quite substantial differences. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, we we had a little discussion before we started this, didn't we? That um, products like this, products like Football Index, are going to start eating into that market share of gambling and online gambling that companies like Betfair, Paddy Power and Bet365 have an absolute stranglehold on. And they will kind of chip away at that market share from the outside they're not going to like destroy it all at once but there are some other you know websites that you kind of use don't you as well you are a colossus bet affiliate i believe so maybe talk to my listeners a bit about that like what colossus bets is i know a few friends have tried it before i've had a couple dabbles that i think some of your um I, i don't know what you call them pools don't you exactly syndicates pools yeah so maybe gotta give us a give us a quick explanation of what what that kind of entails what a colossus bet is and and how you got into that kind of thing and uh how you found it in terms of profits and how you've enjoyed it yeah so again this this kind of came to fruition towards the back end of last season um i just saw someone tweeting about it on my timeline um, as this crowdfunding syndicate bet um, sounded quite interesting, especially in line with my Twitter account, two pound punts. I thought, you know, you get a few people together, everyone chip in their, their two pounds worth and we can try and take on a big, big bet. Um, so what it is, they've got various pools. Um, I tend to like to go for the weekend ones, which have the bigger jackpots. Um, there's various, various ones. There's a pick 15. Uh, 15 games you need to pick the correct result 1x2 of the of the 15 games so what i do is i build i build the bet um i post that on the colossus website um and my followers if they like it they can chip in from 20p upwards to half the half the total amount of the ticket Um, i mean it sounds a lot more interactive than betting on your own really doesn't it it is. It's, it's crowdfunding betting. Um, it's, again, it's low stakes. You can, you can scoop some big wins. Um, and normally you get a good, good run for your money. The, the pools tend to run over a couple of days. So if you get through to Saturday, you know, there's a big buzz for the Sunday games. You kind of tick them off leg by leg. Um, and hopefully you can, you can you know, land the jackpot. Well, yeah, definitely a uh, very interesting concept there. And again, like another product that's kind of come to fruition relatively recently really like probably a bit earlier than football index i think i saw it maybe two three four years ago but didn't really take notice of it properly until actually you tweeted about it and then i kind of looked at it and thought um you know we might actually have something here there might actually be a decent little product here and turns out there is um and i envision that football index will kind of you know accumulate users in a in a similar fashion really um i think so going back to what you said previously you know i know people now that have stopped their you know casual casual betting um and purely do the syndicates now and they find it a lot more rewarding a lot easier um and a lot fairer to be honest yeah definitely i mean um i think there's probably bigger scope to win as well and uh, it's a bit more social to be fair and 
these are the kind of things that we want as um, early adopters of alternative gambling products like these betting syndicates and light football index and hopefully these products can continue as i said chipping away at that um at that stranglehold that the big companies the orthodox online gambling companies who make a ton of money have on the market and the bad thing about them as well they also have affiliates who will try and they basically get you to sign up to these websites like bet365 and betfair and then they make money off your losses if you sign up using one of my affiliate links you i don't make money off any of your losses i don't make i don't lose money if you make money you just get a bonus and i pocket a one-time fee that's how it works and then i'm assuming elliot that you've got kind of some sort of affiliate scheme with colossus bets which is a lot fairer than what you get with these massive companies like bet365 and and uh paddy power for example exactly so with colossus just it's based on my own my own output of money um it's not to do with any signups or anything like that um, so I think it's a, it's a lot more reasonable. The uh, affiliate accounts for the you know your large bookmakers really are a, a bane of my life. To be honest with you, I don't they don't sit well with me at all. They're um, absolute sharks, aren't they? Like they, it's a, it's it's terrible. I think they to take someone's like hard earned money um, knowingly, knowing that you're like going to profit off someone else's misery pretty much is is sadistic to say the least i don't know it's it's horrible isn't it it is it's really taking advantage of you know some unfortunately naive people out there um and you get a lot of that when it comes to gambling people think it's too good to be true um but they'll still go ahead and make the bets or you know put their money down and unfortunately end of the day uh they're, they're going to be the ones paying for it yeah, I mean, I think that there has to be better exposure of, of how scammy some of these people are. I think, um, I did, did you post a tweet about Sky kind of closing their affiliate um, their yeah, affiliate so, program? So what I, th I think there are some big changes going on. Uh, I know a lot of the bookies are changing their T's and C's and kind of clamping down on what people can kind of advertise along with their affiliate links. Um, so hopefully that will... Kind of ease the problem and i think the community as a whole is a lot more aware of it now a lot more astute to actually what's going on yeah definitely i mean the only equivalent i can think of from a football index standpoint is when someone is at a loss on a player and they are trying to shill that player online on twitter talk about them all the time get people to buy them or if they've actually got that player in the sell queue and then they're talking them up which i think is also uh not not the best thing to do if you want to make friends on this in this community which will you know stand you in good stead long term if you make friends and you actually add value to people on twitter through football index then you're going to be rewarded down the line with people giving you advice going to other people to to you know get advice i think i've probably accepted every single dm bar one and that is because that single person who dm'd me had basically tried to spread their affiliate link through other people's accounts who had bigger followings than him yes, yeah. and i was just like i'm not going to respond to this bloke uh i've responded to every single other person who's messaged me but you know i, I guess you know is your your following is 30 times larger than mine i think when you get like certain requests you must see them and be like 
I just don't think I'm going to answer you. Yeah, you know, I get some brilliant questions. I can't lie. Um, but I see it as an education. You know, I've experienced different forms of betting, different tactics. I've probably been there, done that. Um, so if I can, I'll offer offer up any advice. If someone's being a dick, they'll just get ignored. Um, <laughs> I don't really make a big deal out of it. I'll just kind of leave it as. Yeah. Um, I've got be better things to do than, than fight with people via a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not fun, is it? I mean, um, yeah, especially exactly. if it's a question that you've, you've answered over and over again, it can get frustrating, but I tend to just um, try and keep it as personal as possible. Look at the message that they've sent me, look at the person's profile and try and answer the best I can, really. Well, I think what you're doing with your videos and your podcasts is, is ideal. I did something similar with Colossus Bets. I wrote my own little how-to guide. Um, if I get asked any questions regarding that, I kind of direct people to the post and say, have a read of this. Anything else, you know, feel free to fire away. Um, and generally, that answers the majority um, of people's questions. So, you know, they don't really follow up with, with uh, another question, um, but they've got all the information they need. That's, I think, a very clever thing to do and something that I've realised I've actually had to do because, uh, I mean, I made a beginner's guide to football index and it was actually put on the, the punters page website. It's uh, the, the guy who, who owns that. Okay. I've spoken to her a few times uh, and I've done a couple articles for him just to kind of get my name out there a bit more and just to help football index users and just to as a point of reference really but uh they get outdated so quickly just because football index does actually make so many changes so quickly so i am going to create a like beginner's beginner's guide like actually explaining football index from top to bottom it's probably going to be a lengthy video but it's going to be a great point of reference for me for when people ask me those questions to just be like look at this video, have a look at these two, three websites. If you've got any more questions, come back to me. If not, then this is a win-win. We've both solved each other's problems because one, the person asking the question spends less time on Twitter talking to me. Two, I don't have to answer questions that I've already answered before to someone else, maybe the same day. So it's completely a win-win. And uh, I think that's probably something that I'm going to have to do. And also it's, probably something i kind of have to do because i saw a video kind of trying to explain football index maybe like maybe a couple of months ago now and it was absolutely dire like the guy didn't know anything he didn't know what he's talking about to any extent he didn't know what time ipos were and this was before we've got the current massive influx of ipos and uh he, he didn't know that you could you could market sell uh he was basically trying to give kind of a shitty review of football index and basically try and insinuate that it was actually kind of slightly dodgy to an extent which i didn't really like because this guy had about ten thousand subscribers he was kind of like a i review everything kind of guy but it was uh yeah it was pretty bad and something i want to create to to actually yeah as i said become a point of reference and as you mentioned with your guide it's probably been really helpful for you it has, and as I said, there's definitely a need for it out there. Um, I think I mentioned earlier, every time I kind of mention Football Index on Twitter, um, I get, get asked a lot of questions, and I'd love to be able to kind of direct them to a reliable source, uh, <laughs> you know, rather than some of the stuff that you, that you see out there when you're searching for Football Index. There are a lot of chancer accounts, um, 
and it's not it's quite easy to add football index into your into your twitter handle and you know be found quite quite easily so it is difficult to kind of know who's you know putting out good information rather than those who are trying to to gain from it yeah definitely definitely and uh just talking about football index twitter accounts there's actually something i want to try here on this podcast episode so from now on in the middle of the show i'm basically gonna stop it for five minutes and i'm gonna go through five tweets on twitter and uh, i'm basically gonna type in hashtag football index go on the top ones and read out a couple or maybe four or five and basically discuss them with the guests that i've got on board so first up is football index buzz his handle was football index ellen someone i know on football index and his tweet was 26 days away from the january transfer window and the lemonade stands are already out in full force three lemonade emojis you gotta love it crying laughing emoji hashtag football index so uh nice funny one to start with that is basically saying that people are already selling the players that they own kind of like on twitter shilling them already and we're 26 days out from january so uh you got any uh any, any reaction to that well it's kind of funny that kind of ties in exactly with what we were just talking about doesn't it <laughs> with the uh sure. kind of the fake information out there and, but it is on a serious note it's a funny tweet but there's something to be wary of if you are yeah definitely definitely started. There's, there's definitely accounts that are doing this for their own gain and some of their lemonade stands are probably a lot flatter than others and some might be some uh, some top, top premium Schweppes, really. So you've got you to pick and choose who who you follow and who you actually um, who you actually put your money on as well because if someone is, is selling you a player online or on Twitter, they've gonna, they're going to have two two motives behind it one they're actually trying to get rid of them in their cell queue and two they want that player to rise but the the more genuine reason is they actually genuinely think this player is under undervalued and that's their opinion and that's a very valid opinion and if it is them just giving their opinion then that's fine and i don't mind it if it's just a single tweet and it's not overdone over and over and over again because at the end of the day what drives the market is football index users and their opinions so if you have an opinion about a player go ahead and post it but if you are saying like this player is the best he's going to be a performance buzz magnet for the next three months he's definitely getting a move in january like yeah you're making guarantees and you're putting your own neck on the line there and uh, it could come back to haunt you in the in the long term and as you said, we are approaching the, the next window. So I'm guessing it's a silly season will soon be upon us regarding some of the uh, the index and yeah, players moving. Sure. I mean, yeah, it, it, it does get crazy. It gets absolutely mad and it takes absolutely no prisoners. So yeah. if you are on Football Index and you are basically seeing like Sky Sources, we've realised how bogus they are last summer. Um, and if you are seeing certain sources claim certain things, you need to be really wary of them and in my opinion i think you just need to take profits when you can and get in and out of positions quite quickly if you are going to actually trade during the transfer window you just got to be really aware as i said it takes no prisoners it's kind of a scary place to be fair it's really volatile so be careful but uh enough about lemonade for now next tweet let's have a look okay alice or oh, alan sorry alan cooper 
do goalkeepers stand any chance at all of winning performance buzz nowadays? If not, is it time to have a separate performance buzz for keepers alone? If not, what's the point? <laughs> and he's uh, he's added Football Index uh, customer support and he's hashtagged Football Index, of course. So I've got two perspectives on this one. So let's say keepers did have their own performance buzz ranking, right? And they were paid out exactly the same as defenders. So top goalkeeper won 12p. If that were to happen, you'd have certain keepers that would like double, triple, quadruple in price. Your Neuers, your David De Gea's, your Buffons, your top keepers would actually like rise a significant extent. I don't think people realise what they're what they're asking there for. Because if you have um, David De Gea say at one pound twenty, and I know he's not that price right now, but let's just say he was, if you give goalkeepers a separate performance buzz kind of score ranking that means that david hair needs to win it once over the whole season to return 10 percent on his investment on your investment on him sorry so if they did do that i wouldn't be surprised if the payouts are much much smaller to what they are to other players alternatively i think it basically means that goalkeepers now have absolutely no value when it comes to uh performance buzz so I think there does need to be some sort of tweaking either in the algorithm, the scoring matrix, sorry, to make keepers more uh, more liable to win or to give them their own um, to give them their own like buzz section. What are your thoughts on that, uh, Elliot? Yes, I think that's an interesting one. I mean, in initially, when you started reading out the tweet, I thought, you know what, that's, that sounds like a really good idea. Why have they not, not done that? Um, but then, you know, as you kind of explained there are so few kind of world-class goalkeepers that it's going to be a bit of uh as you said you know three or four goalkeepers are probably going to take take all the buzz points uh week on week exactly and i mean um also a, a lot of people were complaining about ipos being if they did come in at a really low price the the money moving out of their existing holds in their portfolios so it would be the same thing imagine like you could buy a keeper for 70p who could actually return like three or four performance buzzes over the season and actually give you a really good return. Um, and that would cause their price to increase a lot. So that would actually take money out of people's existing holds because uh, money doesn't come out of nowhere unless it's deposited. So it's going to come out of somewhere. And uh, so basically I'd say, it's definitely a point that they should revisit in terms of making goalkeepers more valuable, but be careful what you wish for. If you do think that there should be a separate goalkeeper's performance buzz section, then just think about where that money is going to come from that will eventually go into goalkeepers. Right, let's let's move on to another one. Does anyone know what happens to your football index count if you're abroad for a long period of time? Brackets, say a month, question mark okay i mean if you access football index abroad you they can basically suspend your account and then you basically have to prove where you live when you come back from holiday so what i suggest is uh you don't do that <laughs> uh because you just want to avoid having to kind of like do all that um do all that uh you know legwork to get your account back in action uh, let's move on to another tweet. 
Okay, this is from someone called Footy Index Tom. He says, I see a lot of trader tweets saying, with the World Cup coming up, dot, 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 what opportunities does the World Cup present exactly for Football Index trader? Just media buzz for England players, or are traders hoping Football Index do something new? Perhaps World Cup performance buzz. And he was actually proved correct. So this was tweeted on November the 30th, and I think a few days later... Uh, maybe even a, a day later, weirdly, uh, Football Index announced that they would actually have performance buzz on um, on the World Cup or during the World Cup. So fair play to that bloke for uh, for predicting that. Very, very good of you. What are your thoughts on, on that, uh, Elliot? Are you were you happy yeah. with that kind of announcement? Yeah, I think I think that was um, absolutely needed. Um, to create some buzz throughout the summer when there is going to be little football on. You know, they can really kind of capitalise on growing their, their customer base. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, as you said, you joined during the Euros. The World Cup is that much bigger. Uh, yeah. it, it's going to be a great opportunity for them to advertise and a great opportunity for traders to make some money. All right, last one. So this is by someone called mk mk king or yeah something like that m king 191 okay he says whose portfolio is looking a little like mine and it's it's pretty horrible viewing actually it's uh he's minus 427 pounds at a seven day and uh minus 48 pounds on his 24 hour viewing what i would say is there's going to be dips and there's going to be rises in any market and football index is no different what you should do if you are getting to that position where you should have sold a player at a peak and they are dropping a significant amount you should kind of like take the approach that it's going to get worse before it gets better and i know that's bad to say but it's true so for whoever did tweet that screenshot of their kind of uh kind of the percentage value decreases over the last seven days or 24 hours i feel quite bad for you but you know you will learn from those mistakes you will potentially leave yourself less vulnerable to to dips via like either taking profits at the top end or going for less risky profit uh players sorry so there's many ways around kind of keeping yourself afloat or keeping yourself in profit consistently long term but also that's only a seven day moving average or whatever and that's only a 24-hour view as well that you've got there so what you want is you want long-term profits on football index not like daily ones that's going to give you a false impression i track my profits weekly um but even then i don't pay attention to them too much as long as the trajectory that i'm on continues i'm happy with that if there's any major correction or dips in in my uh in my trajectory then i kind of revisit my strategy and, and think about what i'm doing wrong so what, what are your thoughts on, on that as well, Elliot? Do you have any particular outlook on Football Index in terms of like actually accumulating short-term profits over a long term? So yeah, that's, that's an interesting point because at the moment I feel like I use the Football Index more as an investment platform rather than as a trading one. Um, and I want to try and get more into the trading side of things, especially with the transfer window coming up and obviously the, the World Cup. Um, I think is something that's going to be needed rather than having to kind of keep topping up your balance, redepositing, you know, you want to make use of the funds that you have in there. 
utilize them get the maximum potential out of them yeah for sure i mean uh if you're in a growing market what you can either do is you invest at the bottom end and then you watch it grow with the market but that is probably not the way to maximize your profits uh that is by basically buying low and selling high getting out the peaks and then getting back in at the lows for different players a variety of players but you can let it sit in there and grow with the market and uh although i have mentioned that's not sustainable if every football index user does that if some people choose to do that that's fair enough but at the end of the day if you want to maximize your profits then you do have to have some element of trading which this is my belief anyway um and yeah to actually make the maximum that you can make that is kind of the strategy that you have to employ but yeah i think uh I think this little segment has actually gone all right. I think we might keep that on uh, on for the next kind of upcoming uh, podcast, really. But um, yeah, it's it's been a really good good chat. I think we've had so far, Elliot. But I I'm not sure I'm gonna take much more of your time anymore, mate. No problem. It's, it's been it's been really informative, um, and I hope some of you guys that are listening, you know, kind of cleared up some questions that you may have. <laughs> yeah if not, uh, if not yeah sorry check sorry out to, these uh, <laughs> yeah sorry uh sorry to interrupt you but uh yeah no definitely like if you if you have been dming elliot about uh football index then feel free to have a look at my account and there are a few other football index accounts that are happy to help you i'm sure you, you guys could bo- uh, bother him with some other stuff like uh actual betting advice or colossus bets advice but i'm sure like once you gain a significant amount of experience on it and you you know you you said that you want to learn to trade a bit more on it um you will eventually be able to give out that advice as well exactly and that's that's what i'm looking to get from this to be honest with you is, uh we'll get asked a lot of questions about it so i want to be in a position where you know i can offer some kind of substantial advice and not just try and blag it for a better <laughs> better way of putting it yeah yeah for sure well i think um I think you're doing a great job, mate, with your with your own Twitter account. I think you you're definitely a very genuine bloke behind a betting account. And uh, although they have quite bad reputations, I think you're definitely one of the better ones. And um, I'm happy that someone of your grand following and someone who interacts with their followers regularly actually is on Football Index and is looking to you know integrate themselves more into the community. So um, we'll, we'll be seeing a few hashtag Football Indexes from you in the future. 100 percent you're bombarded <laughs> with questions following this <laughs> fair enough fair enough well uh thanks very much for coming on Elliot. and uh yeah it's been it's been a pleasure really mate have had a really good time getting to basically know you and how you've you've actually grown your twitter following how you've gained uh followers through your expertise in betting and uh yeah you can sign off brilliant thanks guys cheers <laughs> Thank you very much, Elliot. And uh, if you guys haven't followed him, go ahead and do so. It's at two pound punt. And if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do so. And if you haven't left a review on the podcast, please do so. It helps me and us as a football index community rank the podcast higher in the football kind of category. So that was that will kind of like get the name out a bit more but uh and also i've had a bit of a cold so sorry if i feel or sorry if i sound a bit uh a bit groggy 
Uh, that is because I've had a bit of a stuffy nose and a bit of a cold, but uh, enough about that. As always, thanks very much for listening, and uh, I'll catch you guys in the next video or podcast episode.